Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast Podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Eric. And today we're talking about rival schools united by fate. You betcha. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like I, like I dig I, it. Like I said, I'm into it. Moments before we started recording. Uh huh. Um, I uh, I hadn't listened to any of this. Yeah. And, like any any of the the albums, and I forgot what album you said to listen to, and I was like, "Fuck right. it, I'll just listen to all of them." So mm-hmm. I listened to. All of them. I did a marathon. Sure. There and you I go. Can, now I'm gonna ready to give a full Rival Schools review. Okay. I like them less as time goes on. I bet that's probably valid or fine or whatever. They they ter- they get like more like indie band as time progresses. So I haven't heard any of the newer stuff. So you're you're a little bit more informed than than I in this arena at this point. Now I've only listened to this album. And, like, I think some singles from before this album came out. Okay. Um, So, I think, like, I forget the exact way that I know about them. Definitely, like, I think maybe um, early 2020, I was talking to a friend about making a band. And then I remember telling Uncle Dave that I was going to do this. And then he was like... Oh, cool! Whatever type of band I said I was gonna do, what, whether it was like kind of post-hardcore or like I almost feel like I said I was gonna do a shoegazy thing, and he made me like a shoegaze playlist, and maybe this kind of made it on there, or like I don't know, he made some playlist, and Rival Schools was on there, and then I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, I do like this, um, and then I think. Uh, yeah, Rival Schools had come up on a couple other playlists recently for me, and I was kind of like, okay, yeah, I definitely am into this band. Um, very much, you know, like the kind of thing I feel like I've been into, like when I'm kind of like, oh, this is what I like now, I guess. Like when we did right. like Narrowhead or like Fiddlehead or I would any other head bands. I would call this band a rock band. Okay. They're a rock band. Yeah. An American rock band, perhaps? That's... The American Rock Act, Rival Schools? They really... Uh, that's how they really read to me. But they're... I think we should... Say that they're a super group, right? Yes, they are very much so a super group. Uh, do you have the a list of members in front of you right now? Uh, yeah, so it's... Walter Schreifels. Okay, thank you. I I was gonna and have so, a rough time with that guy's last name. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's from Gorilla Biscuits and Youth of Today and Youth of Today. Wow. And Quicksand. So he's the supergroup. Yeah, he in himself is just like a hard uh, hardcore post hardcore supergroup, and then also. There's like some dudes from other bands that I don't necessarily know who play in this band also, I guess. Oh, that's funny. The band's name comes from the Capcom fighting game. I was like, okay. I wonder if it has anything to do with that. I didn't know about that, but the other day when I was looking up stuff about the band, I saw that there was like a video game called Rival Schools United by Fate. 
And I was like, is that real? Like that it's that specifically the same exact name and title? Like I was like, what? what's the deal there? It had there? to be, right? Had to be. So yeah, that's kind of cool. It's kind of neat. I like the art on this too a lot. It's very cool. Very um, 90s. Yeah. And like, yeah, like the production and instrumentals and the, just the way it's written and everything is also kind of very like 90s, early 2000s-y. Um, but it not, it's not like tacky at all. Like I'm just into it. I like it a lot. I was watching like a live set yeah. of theirs earlier and they were just making like a bunch of noise too. And I was like, this is sick. This is tight. This reminds me a lot of something that Dave would have played us like a while ago. Right. Yeah, right up his alley for sure. I also think Walter Trifle's voice, at least in this band, reminds me of Scott Levesque a little bit. I was going like to say that, but I sounding. didn't want to be the guy to say it. Yeah. It really so. does remind me of his voice. We've said it. We've said We've it said here. said it. There it is. Um, so, I guess also, you know, Walter Trifle's Gorilla Biscuits, Youth of Today... I'm not going to pretend that I listen to those bands very much at all. Um, I know Gorilla Biscuits like music, but I've only ever yeah. heard of Youth of Today. Okay, yeah. Um, I think I bet we both know Gorilla Biscuits from Tony Hawk's American Wasteland also. And Fall Out Boy covered Start Today. I know Gorilla Biscuits from digging through records at AAR. Okay, so that's when I actually heard Gorilla Biscuits. But I do remember being like, oh, that's that song from Tony Hawk that Fall Out Boy covered. Um, yeah, I, but, never, I never played American Wasteland. I was out of it by then. Oh, really? Yeah, I played American Wasteland like retroactively. Oh, wow. Yeah, that whole soundtrack for, I think at that point it was like enough of like a thing that like Tony Hawk games had good soundtracks. <laughs> that they decided to like switch it up and instead of just playing like punk hardcore classics they were like let's have like Fall Out Boy and Green Day just oh uh, My Chemical Romance did a Misfits cover I think really that was kind of perfect yeah that was very cool actually My Chem doing a Misfits cover is good yeah that's what you want at the time it could have totally been them doing a Queen cover and it would have worked just as well yeah, Depends I think what I think a year later it would have absolutely just been. Yeah, I think it was a little bit more Three Cheers than Black Parade era. We at should the time, do a My Chem record. Yeah, we should. That'd should also cool. do that. Like I feel a like Coheed record as well. Well, while we're talking yeah. about concept albums, sure. I feel like My Chem is the kind of band where I f- know them. And yep. then I'm like, oh, I don't really know that many songs by them, though. I know, like, a handful of singles or whatever. But then when I do listen to them, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my chem. I know all these. Right. It's <laughs> You're like, yeah, I feel the same way. You're like, no, yeah, I only know, like, maybe four or five songs off of... Yeah, I know, like, Helena and uh, what's the one with the music video? Teenagers. I also remember... Teenagers. What's the first song they had? What's that first I'm not okay. One? I'm not okay. Thank That's you. the big one for me. Of course. And then um, that video, for some reason, I, it's a cool video. It's a very cool video. Mm-hmm. I feel like I remember you telling me that video had something to do with Donnie Darko. 
I feel like I remember hearing that it was shot at the same school. Same school. Okay. Because then I remember watching Donnie Darko and then watching that video afterward and being like, this has nothing to do with you. These are not the same at all. Yeah, I think the but, school that they shot the school scenes for Donnie Darko and the school that they used okay. to shoot the school scenes for... That's pretty cool. I'm not okay is the same school. I, I don't. See. Yeah, I don't think the they have The song we just listened to, High Acetate, reminds me of Nirvana yeah. a lot. This Undercovers On is, I think, yeah. my favorite song, just because of the repetitiveness of the chorus. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, um, but yeah, so then w- what I was saying, I don't like, you know, I'm not like a, a, a true hardcore head, but I do remember watching uh, Title Fight's Shed VHS uh, on YouTube. Great. You got to watch this. That's it's really good. They just recorded. It's just like camcorder footage of like recording their album Shed. And so Walter Schreifel's produced that with Will Yip. And a Schreifel's Yip. A duo. Schreifel's Yip. And so actually I was listening to Surprise. I was listening to Title Fight earlier today. Big and then I kind of made this connection that at 58 minutes into this video is Walter Schreifel's here, I'm going to pause the music for a second, actually. And then in this video, 58 minutes in, as Walter Schreifel's doing the vocals for Safe in Your Skin off Shed, and I think he just is the vocals on that song. And I was under the impression for a minute that he was like layered under the dudes in the band, but I think it's just him. He also has this little like... Where did you say it's at 58 minutes? Yeah. And he has like this little kind of kind of like African looking little yeah. percussion instrument. And like, I think um, the drummer, um, like, I think after he's recording this, he's like, I don't like that at all. Like, just super like, just super. I think that ruins it. What, and, him, um, what him singing it? No, the the little instrument thing, the ch ch. Yeah, that was kind of weird. He says, <laughs> "Walter uses like a kibasa." Uh, that was kind of weird. Um, just like if I have a say on the percussion on this album, uh, I want that out of there. But I love in that song, like when it kind of comes in, it's like the the timing on that song is kind of weird anyway. But then like the the accent of the is like really cool. I'm playing the album again now. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. So I remember watching that and I was like, I just thought that was really cool too. And it's weird. Just like, like that was so that's title fights first album. And then like, not only are they recording with Will Yip, who's probably already doing like big things at the time, Huge but like stuff. Yeah. And then Walter Trifles is also producing it with them. Like, that's just, like, crazy. And, um, yeah, I think, so, like I said, Walter Trifles also has a band called Quicksand. Um, 
I think they are a little bit more kind of post-hardcore. I, I, I'd call this post-hardcore too, but like, uh, and more a little bit more so, uh, Quicksand and Will Yip produced the new Quicksand record because Quicksand just put out an album this year nice. or will be or something. This, yeah, yeah this reads, uh, Rival Schools reads like proto sad boy group 2013 grunge to me yeah very much so like that's very that's much what so. like daylight and uh-huh balance of composure and citizen were all like looking at for influence uh-huh but yeah totally like matured to the point of just kind of being generally rock music like you're saying right Dude, I just saw Will I bet Yip Jesse at the loves. end of that. Uh, at the end of that documentary, it just like kind of pans yeah. to Will Yip. He's uh, young there. Yeah, yeah, that's like 2010, 2011, or something like that. That's crazy. So cool, dude. Dude, oh, this is gonna date when we recorded this podcast, but um, yeah. Jake and Amir release the first. Jake and Amir oh. video in that today, like, yeah, in like eight years today, like the first wow. official Jake and Amir video. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what that's like because, like, they're, I feel like they're older I, now. It's it's weird. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the last like year or two, it's like they're like older dudes now. Yeah, they've been to- older dudes. They're still like mid thirties, but like they just seem like they are older than they were. Right, yeah, they're... Amir's what? 36? I think Jake said he just... I think Jake turned 36 the other day. I think Amir's 38 or 39 now. That's crazy. Like, they are not 22-year-olds in an office anymore. Yeah, they're just, like, men. They're late They're late 30s in an office now. One's a CEO and one's a president of a multi-million dollar... Uh, podcast company just like us pretty close spot the difference thanks everybody good guitar noise on this album now good 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 production in general i'd say yeah very cool i'm trying there's even some like cool I keep trying to think of like what the production on this reminds me of, and I think it's just early two thousands music, just kind yeah. of all sounded like this. Yeah, it's all like pretty much right. Yeah, like early, early, early pre tool Pro Tools. Like maybe this is like the most somebody had figured out reel to reel. Mm. Like reel to reel has been iced out for like twenty years at this point. Yeah, we're we're committed to digital workstations, and it reminds me of uh, I think kind of Foo Fighters y too. There's a few songs that feel sort of Foo Fighters y to me on this yeah. album, that, which I think makes some sense. Of the like 2001. Records, yeah, some of the Foo Fighters records that were recorded reel to reel, like just sound digital to me. Like they're so perfect, it's insane. Yeah, like that one with that with the documentary and like 2011. Yeah. 
It's crazy. And they recorded that one to tape? It's nuts to me that they recorded to tape. Yeah. I understand recording digitally, sending it all out to tape, and then bringing it back. Giving it like a little extra grit layer. But yeah, they recorded that whole album just on tape. They recorded to tape. That's very cool. If I were like, if I were in a band with like a budget and like signed, like, like choosing where to record and stuff, mm-hmm. I would definitely push for That's, tape recording. It's so expensive. It's yeah, like, it's, gotta be, it's right? like a label wouldn't even be able to give you the money to do it. I think the main recorded to tape even. Yeah. A couple but albums ago. That's like, that's like them being studio guys. Yeah, being that's also like, just, like the main. Themselves. Yeah. I think they recorded... No. No. I think I said all this before that they were recording with Ryan Adams, but I don't think they were. And we, I said that on the Lost main episode. Do you remember we did a main episode a few months ago and you were just like, I don't like this. And I was kind of like, yeah, I liked this at one point and now I don't like it as much as I did before. And then I think, I don't know, we weren't recording or one of us lost our file or something. That's crazy. That's one of the lost episodes that I don't remember. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think they did record to tape, but it was not with Ryan Adams. But Phoebe Bridgers used to date Ryan Adams. And uh, yeah, I guess he's like a problematic individual or whatever. That's crazy. Walkie Sly. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm normally pretty good at coming up with these these like little games, these bits that I do. I was wondering what what your game would be today. I don't have it's a game. tough without like a lot of knowledge on the on the band, right? Right, and it has to be. It's generally something that rhymes. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, United, is this United by Hate or United by Fate? Yeah, like, it feels like you kind of just said that, right? Like, um, yeah, man, I, I don't have a game. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. This song reminds me a little of that, like, DVD stealing music kind of vibe. Stealing movies, pirating. <laughs> you wouldn't steal from a store. <laughs> you wouldn't rob from a house. Speaking of legal activities, so we don't have to necessarily talk about uh, what preceded that, but you did mention that you like busted your uh-huh. face up last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, there was a whole debacle with a friend at a show and we had to go rescue him from an undisclosed location and um, 5-0 got him then yeah the pigs 12 and so we had to you know we had to mob out to the uh, you know the old the old pig pen as they call it and um, somebody gave me directions last week and said, yeah, it's just like the, it's like a little past the pig pen. And so I'm like looking on my phone at like ways <laughs> for like, pig pens. like looking up pig pen. And then I'm like, I see the police station. I was like, oh, the pig pen. 
But so like that's so funny. Yeah, we had to go. We had to go rescue him. We got him, and then so I'm feeling myself at this show, um, and I. Uh, it was this band's last show, so they put they got like trampolines to put on stage for for stage diving, like a fun little you know gimmick kind of thing, like you know just a a celebration of sorts, right? And you know, like I said, I'm stoked. We got our boy. I'm feeling myself. I'm not a stage diver. I'm not a crowd surfer. I'm just kind of a back-of-the-room kind of guy, you know? Learn your fucking um, lesson this night. Tell you what. Yes. Tell you that for so, free. I, uh, you know, the one dude who sets up the trampoline, I talked to him after, and he said he did not say it like this, but basically it was like, a, everybody come up on stage. You're right. We got trampolines a stage time. Oh, <laughs> like what's oh, happening in my mind. Oh. <laughs> I think in reality he was a bit more like, Hey, we got these. Like, who wants to do one? And um, anyway, so he makes the announcement about stage diving, jumps off stage. I'm standing kind of on the side of the stage, like from just walking back in. The way the venue shapes is like you walk in past the stage. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that too now. Boom. And I did not wait long enough. So, boom. Yeah, boom. <laughs> and um, like everybody was busy carrying the first dude. And uh, so your boy hits the floor. Yeah, they did not um, catch him. Uh, he Jack no. Blacked at the beginning of School of Rock. Thousand percent. Uh, I hit my chin on the ground. Um, I guess. Go, like you go bust. I'm not up. even like drunk at this point. I'm just kind of like just stoked. But I think like adrenaline. I just kind of didn't feel my chin get hurt. And then like a few people like kind of as the show were ending were like, "Hey, dude, are you okay?" And I was like, yeah. Like, why? You're like, why would like, I be? It looks like you fell hard. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you like got hurt, buddy. Yeah, you fell straight to the ground. I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm good. And then, like, I go outside and I say to one of my friends, I'm like, is my chin okay? Like, it kind of hurts. <laughs> like, because I was wearing my mask, too. It's like, <laughs> oh, what is that? Oh, that's the setup for just bleeding. <laughs> that's I think it's from Shaun of the Dead. He's got like a crossbow uh-huh. bolt stuck in his arm. And he's like, yeah. Mate, do I have something in my arm? And they're like, oh! <laughs> okay. Yeah, fully one of those. And he was like, yeah, like it looks red. Um, and then like the next day it like scabbed up all gross. Um, but there's also a photo, a photo of me mid, mid dive, which is kind of fun. I found yesterday. Um, I I went to go get a nose job and they freaking nicked me. Oh, (laughs) very good. Um, looks like they worse than nicked you, buddy. (laughs) So funny. I also, I like ruined my shirt I was wearing. There was like just somebody else's blood on my shirt for some reason. Mm, Okay. There was like floor, like, you know, like venue floor mud all over my shirt. It's crazy. They're just like, hey, we can like do gatherings again. Uh, Yeah, so bleed on each other now. They don't necessarily have to be like masks or anything. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. They weren't anticipating people stage diving, bleeding and spitting (laughs) on each other. That's certainly not what you're thinking. No, yeah. No, absolutely not. I think you guys took a little bit of liberty with that one. Yeah, probably. Um, Yeah, fun fun day, though. 
I like this song a lot. World Invitational. Yeah, it's really hard for me it's got to like, like kind of a cool like baseline. It's hard for me to be like one way or another on this whole record. I like it. I think yeah. it's way too long for what it is. It's pretty long. It's pretty long. What do we have? Forty minutes. It's I think yeah, minutes. 30, I think a thirty thirty five would have been tight. I agree. There's like one other song that the other day I said to Uncle Dave, I was like, we're going to do rival schools. Like, do you have any insight? And then he was like, yes, I do. And um, he sent me a bunch of like little fun facts um, about band members and their past Mm. bands and stuff. We'll definitely do a Wikipedia part in a minute here, too. Oh, I actually Um, I do have a segment, but I'll let you. Oh, okay, good. Um. And yeah, so he sent, there's a My Bloody Valentine song called Soon that has a drum thing. Where's Holding Sand? Holding Sand is track nine on this album. They sample a drum machine from this My Bloody Valentine song called Soon in the song Holding Sand on this album, which was kind of fun. Uh, there's that you know shoegaze kind of crossover vibe this song also you know i keep saying foo fighters this song makes me think of foo fighters a lot oh the switch yeah this is good so uh it's time for our time for our segment here oh oh okay Should I pause my music? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this this segment's called Phoebe Talks About the Two New Sleep Token Singles. Phoebe, go ahead. Here we go. Here we go. Are you guys doing something with Sleep Token? No. Now we are. Okay, so for the listener, uh, I didn't have a segment this week, so I texted Phoebe really fast to come talk about the two new Sleep Token singles. Sleep Token put out two new singles. I've what do been, you think of them, Phoebe? I've been sing- signaled to get up. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop them on real quick. Okay. So the first single that came out was called Alkaline, and mm-hmm. let me tell you, I alkalined with everything on that song. Nice. Um, it apparently, according to Andrew, it was <laughs> they like. Really showed that 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 what they had a new drummer um, instead of like because I think in the first the sundowning they didn't have like a a, right. a drummer that was like part of the band and now they do um, but that song like literally I listened to it over and over and over again love it so much the music video uh-huh. is okay it's good it's good I like it because sure. like I love when Vessel does like the the weird dancing things and he like does that in part uh-huh. of. Um, alkaline which i thought was good but the real single that everyone who's listening to this needs to go on apple music right now you need to look Uh up sleep token and you need to download the love you want because holy shit the discrepancy in plays between alkaline and the love you want on spotify is kind of wild i don't know what that means i don't listen on spotify 
Well, just the the amount of listens on the song. It tells oh. you how many listens. Oh. So like the love you want only yeah, has like one hundred forty thousand. Alkaline came out in beginning of July, and the love you want just came out last week. Oh okay. Oh okay. So they have a- the way Andrew looks right now, and the in the webcam, his shirt was up a little bit, and his pants were down a little bit, and it looked like he was just Winnie the Poohing, <laughs> like just no, no shorts. That's how he walks around. He just Winnie poos all around the house now. I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, but so the because they have an album coming out. Uh, the, this place will become your tomb. It's coming out on September twenty fourth. Um, okay. But they and they have like I've downloaded I preload downloaded the album and they already have all of their songs have titles on them because you know how sometimes oh that's fun albums will say like oh track one track two and they don't give yeah. you the titles so they do so obviously um they like obviously have everything done and I think they're just gonna be slowly um I'm thinking like once a month until like so probably in, at the end of August they'll probably release another single and right. then they'll release everything that, ch- in that September. makes sense to me. Um, I am noticing definitely live drums here. Yeah, yeah. Like, different than... Um, the Love You Want, I literally... I just think of Sam Smith a lot. Yeah, I get that. I can see that. The, but there's another guy that I think I'm thinking of more that this dude reminds me of. Um, But, like, The Love You Want, like, first of all, it has a fantastic music video. Like, fantastic. Uh-huh. So I, like, watch it over... Like, I love it. It's fantastic. It's great. It, like does everything you not that like saying like music videos are important to like songs but I feel like it does everything that you want it to do for the song itself like it, it adds to yes. it like, like it makes it a different now thing. like listening to it after watching the video and I can like picture different parts of it I'm like oh yeah this like flows more it like right. just makes more sense to me um I literally so like my I texted this song to my sister because I was like, you need to listen to and tell me what you think of this song like, right now. And she <laughs> listened and she was like, oh, I really like it. Like, I really like them. And I was like, you need to listen to them more. Yeah. They're giving me the lights. They're giving me the lights. That's my time. <laughs> they're playing the song, guys. They're playing the song. I got to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. They And she was like, oh, I really like it. So I was like, thank God. Because like, I just need more people to know about this band. Yeah, I feel you. So, two new singles. Real sleep token standing. <laughs> two new singles coming out. This Place Will Become Your Tomb comes out September 24th. You can already pre-download it on Apple Music. Very kind I of am. Like- I'm plugging Sleep Token 100% because if they listen to this, <laughs> I want them to message me and say, hey, we know you're, biggest, you're the biggest fan. They will. They will. <laughs> um, a girl can dream. Um... <laughs> Yeah, cool video. Crazy lit. <laughs> yep. Wow. We're good. All right, thank you. Bye, Phoebe. And that's been the Phoebe sleep token section. There we go. Phoebe, I'm standing. What song? Do you want to- I don't know. Like. We're at like 30 minutes in the thing. Jesus Christ. Women, am I right? Sand. (laughs) I just don't get women. I just started holding sand. Uh, Yeah, but if I had anything to say about that, the new sleep token stuff, 
Uh, they certainly have a new drummer, and or a drummer at all. Yeah, and because it was like more program before. It was yeah, and a lot of the stuff that they were doing on on the it's newer this little song. drum the kind of thing, right? And then there's um, at one point in the love you want or whatever the fuck that second song is, there is no musical information other than just singing. Okay. And it's, but it's like a bunch of stacked vocals, so you get a bunch of chordal information from him just singing. Oh, and it's cool. Nuts. That's neat. I really enjoy them as like an art piece for sure. I think, <laughs> I think I'm thinking of like the dude from Bastille or something. Oh, yeah. One of those kind of like early 2010s pop rock dude acts. You know what? fucking this song reminds me of yeah. or just this band in general uh, Rival Schools straight yeah. oops alarm's going off it reminds you know what's funny I was saying Sam Smith the dude from Bastille is named Dan Smith crazy Dave Mira <sighs> sorry BMX oh oh cool yeah, like this song could be on like ATV Off Road Fury too. Right, and you're like, you're kind of just like cruising and doing backflips and shit. Yeah. Did you ever have one of those free roam motocross games? Uh, that's what that is. That's what I'm saying. Is that what it is? Because yeah. some of them were like you had to be on a track. I think that one was pretty free roaming. Yeah. And then you could like go up onto the mountains, and it would like handing you back to where you were supposed to be. Right. Oh, that sounds familiar. I remember, like, just there was this idea of preloading. Like, you would have to kind of pull back on your sticks before you would oh, do, like, to, a like, air. To, like, get your guy to, like, squat on the seat. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, like, a cool kind of... And I just remember sending it on, like, just doing, like, triple backflips, like, like, before whoa, triple backflips existed in real life. Uh, yeah, uh, the internet says it's not Dan Smith from Bastille. Oh, in that band? Yeah, I forget if you said you actually figured it out or not, but I'm not going to read yeah, beyond that. We did figure it out. It's figured out. Oh, okay. But cool. I'll let other Sleep Token fans figure it out themselves. It takes 20 minutes I worth see. of Googling. Um, yeah. And then it's pretty blatantly obvious. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude. Um, so the story so far is playing shows again. They're, um, on sad summer fest. I saw that. Um, which is interesting to me too, because this is like a festival put on by the main and I think the main started it and then like state champs and all time low are very involved with it too, but just kind of not the, the crew I would ex expect story so far to, to hang with. But I think they're also, like, beyond the point of being, like, too cool now in their careers where they're just going to play things. Yeah. And um, they, if they build it, they will come, right? Like, the fans. Right. Yeah. And so they just started – they played two shows now for this festival, Sad Summerfest. And the drummer, mm -hmm. Ryan Torf, is playing guitar now. Who's on the fucking sticks? Bro. Some guy, 
So, so there's they're, three uh, guitar players. They have three guitar, and so, but then Torf is also doing like auxiliary. He's like doing like a tambourine sometimes. He's got a like a, a synth in front of him as well. Oh, so, so I think just he's kinda... just kind of fill in in the gaps right and i've heard that he's like fairly involved in the actual like songwriting too i think a lot of like what the band is is the drummer you know what i mean so i guess it kind of makes sense that he'd like pop out to like do other things that he's already doing like when they're recording or whatever but i wonder how like permanent a thing that is or like within the set if that's part of the set or the whole set or like you know what i mean yeah maybe it's just like he's he just wants to change the scenery. He doesn't want to sit behind the drum set anymore. Yeah. I know in Weezer, the the drummer for Weezer is a fantastic, just incredible drummer and just so, so controlled. Just so much, right. like, just so in the pocket. Just like, just hi-hat snare, hi-hat snare, crash, and then, hey, I'm not going to touch the crash again for three minutes now. I'm just going back to the hi-hat and the snare. Right. Just like... Just so, I I can't think of the actual word I'm trying to say, but he plays guitar a lot of times on stage now, uh, which is interesting That's, to me in the same way. Do you remember we talked about Hail the Sun a while back? Yeah, their singer is a, is also their drummer. In the early days, when they would perform mm. as a four piece, he would sing and play drums all the time. Yeah, but now. And then for a while he was doing half the set behind the kit, and Got then you. the other half of the set he would get up and just sing. And now yeah. he just sings. He doesn't even play drums on stage anymore, I don't think. But that's funny. On all the studio albums, he still records all the drums. Okay, cool. I like that dynamic. But they have um, they have like a touring drum. Seth and my band. Yeah, Seth, who plays drums in my band, sings and like writes like half the songs. Pretty cool. I feel like we've just figured drummer singer at this point. We know that drummer got to have the drummer do it. Drummers are superior musicians, and we just know it. Yeah, yeah. It's simple as that. It's just everybody can play bass and guitar. Like if you right. play one, you can play both. Most people can figure out singing. Drumming, there's a barrier to entry there. There's a harder wall. And if you can do that, you've probably also been able to play guitar and bass too because that's what you can do quietly in your bedroom. Right. Yeah, that's me. So you're just covering more bases. Me for just the objectively time having more. It's like I would play drums until it was too loud to play drums. And then it was, yeah. then it was guitar time. Uh-huh. And you were there for a lot of that. I would. I would. We'd, yeah. I'd sit behind my drum set like all day. Uh huh. And, and then, then at quiet time, we go in your bedroom and learn, learn some covers or something. Right. Like learn like some leads. Just intros from a, to just intros to yeah. Yeah. Songs. Like yeah, or maybe even just the chorus sometimes. Yeah. Or if there was like a cool guitar harmony thing, we'd like figure that out. Or playing a one Paramore song with two guitar parts on one guitar. Oh, did we do that? I feel we did do that, huh? Yeah, what's that? Two-handed guitar. Like pressure or whatever? Yeah. The yeah, we totally did do that. Huh? Yeah. Remember that Jackson that lived in my room for a while? 
Yeah, the red Jackson with the upside down headstock. Pretty cool. I feel like I can only imagine the rustiest strings being on that. Um, with no intention of changing them. Nope. No, we would never change them. I really should go to my dad's Why house would you? and rescue that thing. Yeah. I, you should get the Kramer too. That one was cool. That one was cool because it was in a case all the time. So that one I feel like stayed like a nice guitar. Yeah, no, I think I think we, were we not allowed to use that one? Was no, that the it was deal? just broken. Oh, just yeah, luthier that dude. I should go to my dad's house and save all his guitars. He also has an ultra thin Ibanez RG. I remember that one being cool, but we had to like really like. Pull, like pull and wrap the instrument cable around it to like create the correct like pressure on the jack because the jack was busted. Yeah, but that's like simple for me to fix now. I could like, I can yeah. have that guitar operational in like twenty minutes now. Right. I really should just go to my dad's house and like take those guitars. Yes, I'm gonna do that. Actually, I'm gonna do that this weekend. Okay. Uh, Jeff Marshall, if you if you're listening right now, which I know you never do because you don't listen to anything that I do, uh, I will be by to take those <laughs> guitars. Nice, dude. Um, <clears throat> my dad when he doesn't know where they <laughs> fucking went. <laughs> where are my guitars? <laughs> Me after I take his oh guitars. Oh my god. <laughs> I love this. Um So this is kind of, you know, we're hit, we're hitting the end of the uh the album here. Yeah, yeah. Do you have something for me next week? As you might be able to see I'm reaching for my phone. Frig, yeah, huh? Um I don't. Um, so actually, uh, you know what? I do. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, fuck. What's the? I think the I will. <coughs> I think the album actually came out. I love how you sneeze that way. That's just like how you sneeze. That's oh, so funny. Oh no! To me. The album still isn't out. What one? I was going to do the new Spirit Box record, but it's still not out. What? It's still not out. They've been releasing singles for it since fucking December. Like 2019? Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like you showed me them a lot, like yeah, ho- a couple Holy Roller is almost like a year ago. ago now, now that I'm thinking about it. Totally. I was listening to a metalcore band the other day that I was like, we should do this. This is just like, this is an easy one to. Oh, that's what we'll do. We'll do landmarks. Okay. Because I don't think we did. We ended up doing landmarks. I think I talked about doing it, but we never did. Landmarks. Landmarks. It's landmarks, but with a V instead of an A on marks. With a V? Uh, one of those. Okay. What a funny way to stylize things that so many bands do. Yeah. This guy, I think the guy with the beard also reminds me of, what's that band earlier? Don Broco? That yeah. bass player? We can't talk about Don Broco yet. Same Don't kind talk of guy. About him. Don't talk about him yet. 
Alright, 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 alright. Chill, 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 chill. What? We're gonna do that record when it comes out. Chill, 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 what album are we doing of theirs? Uh, their most recent one, Lost in the Waves. Okay. How French is it to name it Lost in the Waves? I don't see it. I don't see. I don't see one um, called Lost in the Waves, but I see one called Lost in a Wave. Oh, actually, never mind. I'm. Yeah, the name of the song is Lost Sorry. in a Wave, but the name of the record is Lost in the Waves. I see it. Yeah, my bad. You jerk off. That was kind of funny, though, right? Hey, uh, it's a funny choice for me that this album ends on an instrumental. Yeah, I don't know what I expect an album closer to be, but that surprises me. You know what I mean? I don't mean? know what I expect it to be, but it sure ain't this. <laughs> nice. I've been watching Sopranos lately. Yeah. And last night I got some Italian food. And uh, hey. now I'm getting ads for like Italian cheese. It's like, do you want to live an Italian lifestyle? Oh, the Gobani cheese. I, I'm, yeah, also, like I'm also getting those ads. I don't think that's. A, was that just a coincidence? Yeah, I think it's a coincidence. That's crazy. I, think they, I thought it was just like. I think they just started. I was being big, Italian enough that like. They just started a big like marketing campaign recently. Like, remember this morning I was like, yeah, I can record in a minute. I'm heating up some spaghetti. Spaghetti? Yeah. Hey, spaghetti. Hey. Hey, it's gabagool. It's hey. Hey, it's a friggin' spagort. Hey, it's Italian or what? Or something. Hey, it's Italian, so we don't. Not for nothing. So we hey, not for nothing, hey. but it's, oh, it's Italian. It's Italian. We don't say the last half of the word. <laughs> Italian. It's mozzarella. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Probably that's that album for that one. I think maybe. I think Italians are safe. You can make fun of Italians. I feel like they get really upset though. Yeah, that's fine. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. I feel the same way about making fun of Portuguese people. Yeah. Well, also, you're Portuguese, right? So you can do that. Yeah, it's just. I think that one's like one tier below where like maybe I shouldn't just like make fun right. of like Portuguese people like on the internet, but like with you, I maybe I could. Well, this has been the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast. Come back next week for Lost in in the Wave. It's French to say it that way. Yeah. Um <laughs> Lost in the I've been Andrew. Lost in the Wave. I've been here. You've been wonderful. <laughs> See you guys later.